Welcome to the Conversations with Jesus podcast. I'm Johnny Lehman, a baptized man of God who has the amazing blessings of being a husband, father, and the pastor at Divine Savior Church in West Palm Beach, Florida. This podcast is designed to bring you the self-sacrificing love of Jesus found in the Bible through 15 to 20 minute episodes that focus on relevant life issues and what God has to say about them. Check out our website, DivineSaviorChurch.com, as well as our Facebook and Instagram pages if you'd like to find out more about the incredible things that God is doing through our church family. We live in a weary world. So many people are searching for meaning, identity, purpose, to try to find a home where they can actually experience rest and peace. Well, that's what this podcast is all about. As we think about Christmas, the peace that came to earth through Jesus, that's going to be our focus as we consider a weary world that can rejoice because of who we find in the manger. Will there ever be a home for me? A 12-year-old girl peeks through the crack in her bedroom door. In that three-inch vantage point, she sees a family united for the first time. She used to drink in the sight of the joy-filled tears and the melting smiles, imagining her own hug and laughter one day. But now, as another foster sibling is welcomed home, she averts her eyes, tears seeping into the cotton of her pillow, Will there ever be a home for me? She runs into the crumbling refuge of her mind, seeking answers she knows deep down she's not going to find. What child am I that no one wants me? Who am I who's so unlovable? Who am I, merely damaged goods, unworthy of a home, too far gone for a family, destined to miss out on a sense of belonging? Is that my life story? It all happened in the scroll of a touchscreen. He entered college life knowing no one on campus, but four months later, he finally felt like he belonged. A friend group where he fit in. His friends had told him that they'd be out of town for the weekend, each heading home for a surprise family visit before exam week. But on Saturday night, as he sat alone in his dorm, he started swiping Instagram posts. And he found one. A picture of his friends, three smiling faces from a few hours before as they hiked a national park a mere couple hours from campus. They chose to have fun without him. And his world, you can imagine, it, it never seemed lonelier. Why didn't they invite me? Will I ever fit in? Will I ever experience life fully? Who am I who seems to drive close relationships away without even trying? Who am I to have life circumstances seem to drive me further into isolation and disassociation? Is this what my life is going to be? At 57 years old, she felt disassociated from her reality. Her memories just seemed, as each day went by, to invite her more and more to take an extended trip down that familiar lane, trying to live once more in times past, knowing that what is past cannot become future. But she went back there anyway. How did she get here? See, she used to love her job. She loved her work culture. She loved the things she got to do. She felt like she was making a difference. And then she took a new job. And it was getting hard to get out of bed. She felt drained. She felt weary even before the day got started. 
the work culture was toxic, the things she was doing were doing, it wasn't even worthwhile. She felt totally unfulfilled. And, and so she started thinking about this. If she had fully known all those years ago what this job would be like, she would have turned it down. If she would have known all the things she'd have to give up, she would have never moved. If she would have known the feelings of distance and frustration she would face, she would have stayed put. But now she can't help but look over that proverbial fence, wondering what life could be if she was somewhere, anywhere else, constantly wishing to have that home feel again, to be surrounded by people who treated her as family, to find satisfaction in joining her work. Who am I that my life situation has led to missing out on joy and fulfillment for years? Who am I who feels like I don't belong or even that I don't want to belong? Each of these stories, they're not ones that I made up. I can see in my mind a face for each one of them because they're real. Real people that in God, by God's grace, I got to meet and got to get to know and saw how God works. Which out of the three do you most closely identify with? Have you come here this Christmas Eve feeling like that 12-year-old girl, lost in her foster home, trudging through life, trying to find deep human connections only to feel like damaged goods that no one could truly love? Yet at the same time, all the while, you see people around you find their own version of home and family. Or maybe... You've arrived, you've come through these doors here at Divine Savior like that college student, thinking you had home, thinking you had closeness, only to see that closeness again from the outside looking in, missing out again, and feeling loneliness's touch on your shoulder. Have you arrived this Christmas Eve like that 57-year-old woman, feeling drained, pessimistic, weary, out of touch, wondering why your life circumstances are so far different from your envisioning of life, questioning if you'll ever capture that elusive combination of home and fulfillment and satisfaction. In this weary world, it's hard, extremely hard sometimes to rejoice. See this feeling, young people, they call it FOMO. Maybe you've heard that acronym or seen it online, the fear of missing out. Widowers call it a lonely heart, this constant searching, this constant tiredness, trying to find what you used to have. Authors see it as a wandering soul. Are you feeling left behind? Who are you? What's your identity? Do you often feel like you have no place in the world, like an unrecognizable stranger? Do you feel like you're constantly reaching out for warmth and home and joy, but feeling rejected and cold over and over again? And going even deeper, if you think about your own spiritual life, do you wonder if that's how God views you as a lost child? If he sees you as being unworthy of home and happiness, is this constant vagabond life story, this constant wandering and searching, is this the story God's written for you? As you think about all your guilt and your shame, your regrets, the sins that you've been struggling with, do you feel sometimes there is no place where you can belong? Are you coping, trying to process all the things you've missed out on, all the mistakes you've made, and you keep asking that question, who am I? Will there ever be room and welcome a home for me? Well, each of these stories I've shared with you, they're real. But that's not the end of the story. That's what's really cool, is each of those three people that I've shared with you, I'm going to let them tell their story about Christmas. How each of them see another side of God's grace, now it changed everything. See, if, if you've 
come here tonight seeing life through the lens of that 12-year-old girl, can you hear the voice of a girl only a handful of years older? Mary? You seek to find where your voice is coming from. Again, imagining you're in Bethlehem and you see a barn. And you listen closer and you hear a baby crying, breathing in this world's air for the first time. And you sort of gingerly approach the scene, no longer peering past that metaphorical bedroom door to rediscover how unwanted you are, but peering into a feeding trough, a manger, to find the most unexpected home you could have never anticipated. A home found in a newborn baby's eyes, a home meant for another world. If you're reeling from being left out of meaningful and real relationships like that college student, do you catch sight of the tears puddling on a grown man's face? Weary from travel and exhaustion, can you see Joseph? Do you listen as he gets choked up, as he holds his adopted son, meeting eye to eye with his creator, meeting eye to eye with someone who will always remain at his side, meeting eye to eye with his savior? Imagine this. Imagine him passing that child off in your arms. And the more you hold him close, the more his little fingers wrap around your thumb, the more your fear of missing out dissipates. Only to be replaced by a warmth that will never leave you, a connectedness that nothing in this world can contend with. If you're feeling disconnected from life like that 57-year-old woman, do you feel the tug of a shepherd's hand? Do you struggle to keep up with him as he nearly drags you to the stable? Can you hear his scattered and stuttered and spilling words of angels and glory, peace and goodwill? Does he share with you how he thought his life was a dead end? Shepherd back at that time, it was dirty work. Like it didn't matter, but it did. That God chose to bring angels to tell them that they would be the first to know that a Savior has been born. So now you stand at the shepherd's side and you find yourself marveling at one of the most common sights in the world, just a baby in the arms of his mother. But in this seemingly simple and insignificant moment, you realize there's a lot more here than meets the eye. You discover the purpose and reason for your life. Everything once disassociated and distant is connected and close to home. Fulfillment and joy is all you feel. So who are you? Which out of these three can you most closely empathize with? That's a big question, but it's not the biggest one we need to answer here on this Christmas Eve. You know what? The big question is actually one that maybe you've sung before. What child is this? Well, this is the child who once had the warmest of homes, the most loving of fathers, yet chose to enter into our world knowing his own would never receive him, never welcome him, knowing he would live a homeless life, knowing the very world he sang into being would never sing his praises in return. This Christ child would be seen as unlovable and unwanted, his heart breaking as he was rejected, and yet, this is the child who would live in such a cold, lonely environment, so one day, he could wrap his arms around you in the warmest of homes forever, that one day, your sins would be forgiven through the cross, that one day, you wouldn't be searching for home anymore. So you'd find it in him. So this is the child who would be left out and left behind by his friends when he needed them the most. He knew loneliness as his constant companion. He knew weariness. He felt the emptiness of isolation, the sweat of abandonment. This is the child who would walk the lonely valley of death. So one day, when you go through your own valleys, you never feel isolated or alone. 
This is the child who entered your sorrow because he longs to be your redeemer, your best friend. He knew heaven wouldn't be complete without you. He gave up his life, strapping your loneliness and your guilt and your shame and your pain on his back so you could experience how significant you are to him, how much he wants you in his side, that you could rejoice even in this weary world. Yes, this is the child who would be teary-eyed as he held the hands of childless widows. This is the child whose hands would touch the eyes of the blind, unmasking a whole new painting of life or joy and fulfillment, not dissatisfaction and disassociation would be all the scenery that they would see. And this is the child who would one day press into the holes of his hands on one Sunday morning in the spring, the very first Easter. And I hope you know who he was thinking about. He was thinking about you. How through his scars you have victory and forgiveness and purpose and meaning in this often weary-filled life that you have a cause for rejoicing even when nothing around you seems to suggest that you should. But you have Jesus. What child is this who would build you a home? What child is this who would leave his family only to take you by the hand of the Father you always hoped for? What child is this who sings songs of joy over you? What child is this who loves you more than you will ever know? What child is this who died on a cross for you? Know him by a name. Spoken in hushed tones on a Christmas night long, long ago, the very first one. Jesus. A name where you find your true home. Is there room and welcome there for you? There is. Welcome home, dear child of God. Amen. I pray and hope you have an absolutely beautiful and Merry Christmas as you get to have time to just celebrate the grace we have in Jesus, the fact that peace came to earth on that very first Christmas night, that even in the most weary of times, because we have Jesus, we can rejoice. God be with you as you live for him. Thank you.